This is episode 669 for March 2021, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is Beast Burden, and we've got a beast uh, in this episode. That song's by the Stones. I don't know if the beast is a burden to Spider-Man in this episode, but we'll find out from JR. Before we get there, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and one of the perks they get is they get episodes like this two weeks early than the public. They also get an exclusive podcast each and every month, like Spider Satellites. We reviewed 24 different books, which was an insane two-and-a-half-hour episode, but uh, we got through it. We reviewed every single King and Black tie-in. Is it worth picking up? Check out patreon.com slash crawlspace, download that episode, and you can make the decision on yourself. We help you uh, in your buying process. And also, you guys help us in uh, covering the bills for the site by uh, supporting us on patreon.com, so I thank you for that. Another perk is you get your name on the front of all the live stream videos that we do. You get it on the front end and the back end. And you also get your name read at the front of each episode. So let's hear who's helping us out. We've got Gene. Thank you, Gene. Uh, we've got Ghost Spider 2018. We've got JR. We've got Robert, Scott, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, Jimmy D, Josh, Kelly, King Heelbilly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah, Oforce 33, Sarah, Scott, Vinkman, Will, hashtag something good for you, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy. Donnie, Jeffrey, Grew Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, JB, Jay, Jared, John J, John P, Curtis, Michael K, Patrick, Ricky, Shane, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, Toby Z, Mitzi86, and also Nick. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and get some exclusive perks. All right, Feb- February... Spider History with JR is coming your way. I don't hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our February uh, Spider History. We can't have it without JR. What's going on, JR? The source of truth? Uh, that's right. Wow. So, in order to balance out the truth, we've got to add George. What's going on, George? Wait a minute. I'm not the one who makes crap up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't that either. That's why I'm the source for truth. I'm balancing. You know? I'm balancing out with truth by pointing wow. out the fact that you routinely just just make crap up on the fly. Hi, well, fourteen I- viewers. This is what you expect out of Spider History. These two fighting. I love it. Uh, Hornacek says yes. I expect this to play take place last year at two thirteen. Yeah, I had the I had the date the year wrong. You don't want that. Uh, let's see. We've got Nintendo handheld in the house. What's going on, sir? Uh, my goodness, the comments are coming in. So flow, what's going on? George has gone mountain man is what Hornacek says. Got that beard I, going. I have, I have. And it's, you know what? It's scraggly and uneven too. And I, I just didn't have time to, uh, to properly groom today. I had too much crap yeah. to do before the thing. Um, and when it gets this unruly, when it's gone this long, like I can't even comb it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to do what it wants to. It, it looks like it has a wedge. Like I am, you know. Uh, like a rapper from the nineties, you know, there you like, go. A, like a, like a, you know, like a slant haircut or something like that, except it's my, it's my beard. Heroing says, hello, Brad, JR and George. What's going on? Vink, Vinkman says, hello, 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 hello. hello. 
You know, I don't know. I think that, I think it's the gray in George's beard which really, you know, kind of sets it off. I mean, just you know, yeah, he's aged it. considerably since the last time that. we oh, stopped. Look at that. Hey, uh, Matt says he's got a great question for Jr. Do you want to know what it is? Do you want to answer it now? Why don't we do well, it? I don't now? know. I mean, if it's a great, I mean, if he let's do it now it, before the show. If he asks it, will be a, will it be a great question anymore? <laughs> Matt, go ahead, ask it before we. Is this like Schrodinger's question? <laughs> Michael Reed, what's going on? Yeah, Michael Reed, Wandavision is awesome. I watched the episode today. It was great. Yeah, I, 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 I'm getting more frustrated with the fact the way Disney does things. So, I mean that it should have dropped uh, all at one, should have dropped all at one time. Like, oh, Netflix. I don't know. I, I, I think well, based out is kind of cool with this show. The problem is, is that, uh, like the reason Netflix can do that, for example, uh, is because it has a uh, much larger subscriber base that's going to remain subscribed. Uh, with Disney Plus stuff, once the Mandalorian was done, that was their first original show. People, people dropped off. Mm-hmm. Season two for Mandalorian. Hey, people come back on. Season two drops off. Ah, we're okay. We're done. Oh wait, okay. We'll yeah. come back for one division. So they've got to get to this. No wonder they mm-hmm. announced like seventeen thousand new Star Wars shows and eighteen thousand <laughs> new Marvel shows because they're yeah. going to have to get to a point where they're going to have to have a new episode of a of a series every yeah. every, every week. They need fifty two weeks. Yeah. Well, it, you know, I mean, it's not your, it's not our fault that they launched, launched the damn site before they had the subsequent <laughs> content or that they decided not to go ahead and try to pile up on the content before launching the site. Here we not go. Fault, How many gang guys. wars have been in Spider-Man's Jay, history? Jay, Jay was right in the middle of talking. I know, but we got to get I mean, this just, show just started. right in the middle of talking. You I just, got, you... I got to push it. I got to push it. Wow. Keep going. Wow. Uh, well, and, and Matt didn't come up with this question, so we're just going to have to. It's move on the right screen on, right? right now. How many game wars have been in Spider-Man's history? But right he there. said it was a. He said it was a great question. That's not a great question. Oh, good lord! All That's right. A... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. The I don't guy. know. <laughs> And now I'm gonna now I'm gonna disappear like the troll off the bridge and Monty Python or something like that. I don't keep, know. Keep that. it Spider-Man related. You're gonna be like a blonde off a bridge. All right. So Jr. We are headed back to Amazing Spider-Man 201. This is uh, February of 1980. Isn't right? it uh, real, real quick? Isn't it true that like everything that we're covering this month and and into next month is from the same year? Uh, 74 and. I don't know because no, it's not because you, you tackle one thirty nine. Anyway. Okay. Jr. Take me back to February of 1980. ASM 201, please. 40 years ago. And you know, 40 years ago, we were reading 40 cent comics Uh, or, (laughs) or at least those of us who are around. I mean, I think some of you, you know, who are listening here might've, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not so sure your parents had gotten together in the back seat of the car yet. You know, I was, I was, <laughs> in, I was in second grade. Oh, so but I, I, I just I was five. I, anyway, through just, just a little uh, kind of hint of things to come though, through, through April, we're going to go back to the traditional kind of format of spider history where we, uh, you know, we look at certain months and all the titles that came out that month. And then folks were just, we're setting up for the come the summer starting in May. It's going to be maximum garbage summer. Oh, yeah. Um, JR is going to tackle maximum carnage, folks. You ready for that? 
followed by the child within. So do you we say May? Got, is that you say May is when we're yeah, going to do think, it? Yeah. Okay. Maximum garbage will start in May, <laughs> uh, whether it'll be two or three months. I'm not sure. We've never done a 14 parter here on spider. Oh, history. Uh, oh just God. FYI, I'm going to be sick though. So <laughs> just uh, letting and, you know now. And then whenever, whenever a maximum garbage ends, we start with the child within and however long that takes, cause that's a seven parter. And so what, you know, we're, we're covered through the, we're covered for the next several months, boys and girls. But anyway, we've got this one to take care of first. And mm-hmm. I remember many years ago, you know, cause I was, uh, I think going on my junior year, I was in my junior year in high school. Right, And we had just got done with Marv Wolfman's Spider-Man number 200, which was the culmination of the awesome Spidey meets the burglar saga. And I I just remember being very excited for what was coming next in 201 because, you know, Marv had had really had really kind of brought his a game to Spider-Man, not only in setting up the uh, the burglar story, but in seeding all kinds of other little subplots uh, that were starting to, that were going to, you know, that were bubbling up to the surface and we're going to start to bear fruit now, uh, now that the burglar story was out of the way. So I just was really, really excited. But unfortunately what I didn't know then was that the Marv Wolfman's run was on its last legs already. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, uh, ascendance of Jim Shooter to editor in chief while Shooter made the trains run on time. Uh, a lot of the conductors bailed uh, during the early years of his tenure, and uh, and Wolfman was one of them. Um, I think Wolfman had been one of the uh, uh, writer slash editors that uh, a, a position that positions that uh, Shooter was determined to eliminate, uh, and so Wolfman departed uh, soon after this and went on to write Teen Titans with uh, George Perez. So there mm, you, know, you go. You know, he he, uh, he landed on his feet, but anyway, boys and girls, particularly since this is an issue with the Punisher, I can't help. But uh, start off with the first ad, uh, first ad in this story oh. for uh, for Crossman Guns. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is a story uh, with, with the Punisher. Our first ad is Crossman Guns. Okay. Because what kind of what kind of gun is that in the ad? JR? Is that a well, AR twenty seven? What is that? <laughs> it's an air gun. It's a BB gun. Um, <laughs> and he's gonna put an eye out. <laughs> looking at the, looking at this forty. I mean. I, Here's the thing, you know, people who look at this, you know, would probably without any kind of context for the times, you know, would probably just be utterly appalled. I think, I, I think we can look at it with a certain amount of irony and humor. Yeah. Um, this, I, I just, I, again, I've got to read this ad. The ad starts out. The trouble with most air guns is they're too big for smaller kids to handle. <laughs> so it's like, so, Hey kids, you know, boys, when you get rid of that bottle or when you stop, you know, uh, feeding from the mama trough. It's time to start packing a gun. <laughs> so, your comic is tight. And, and that's why we made the Crossman 788 BB Scout, the only pump up BB gun designed, designed especially for younger shooters. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me see that today. Listen, listen, uh, the last time I even like touched a BB gun was back uh, in the early 90s. My uh, my mom put in a peach tree <laughs> and the squirrels were getting into the peaches. And my mom was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and she went like on her own and was like, by God, this ends. And she went in and she went out and got an equalizer. She got like some kind of daisy air rifle. Yeah. 
Uh, and then my mom was picking squirrels out of trees, dude. It was, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, mom, why don't you just get some, like red, some of this red fox urine at like uh, home Depot and sprinkle it around. Oh, They're supposed to like keep them white. She goes, I tried that. It doesn't work. Click. Don't eat my peaches. Yeah. <laughs> really? I really like because, your peaches. I want to shoot at your tree. <laughs> no. Because part oh. of being a kid is owning a craftsman. Ooh. So, Ooh, my. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's back in a time uh, when we used to play with lawn darts and everybody was okay. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think and, you'll and, see and, that and, on Marvel Unlimited over here. And, 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 <laughs> when our, and when our rad wagons were actually made of metal, you know, things mm. like that, you know. And, wow. But, uh, you know, I grew up in a rural community and, uh, you know, so every, I, <laughs> guns were a, a way of life. Uh, my father had guns. He was a hunter. He had rifles. My mom yeah. hated gun. My mom hated guns for various reasons. Um, but uh, the reason my brother and I never had guns or never had BB guns, uh, not only would it, we have shot our eyes out, uh, but unfortunately, we probably would have kept pump, pumping BBs into each other's, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, hind ends all the time. Oh. Uh, we would we would have been dangerous. We were, uh, yeah, right. we were we were the type of kids who shouldn't who, you know, it's one of those things about you know I don't want to go off on you know the gun thing, but it's like anything else. Some things certain people shouldn't have. <laughs> and my brother like a, dri- and I, like a driver's license too if you're going there exactly, I, mean, so. exactly. I, I got i got my first rifle when i was 10 and i got my first pistol when i was in junior high mm. yeah so i mean it was just and, and most people people you know uh, again anyway the, the, that, that's a big issue right but i just i just couldn't resist particularly with uh, mm-hmm. the issue starring the punisher so anyway the story begins spider-man yeah. is just swinging by you know being your friendly neighborhood spider-man all of a sudden this guy comes flying out of a building you know and spider-man <laughs> says whoa you know <laughs> it's so on. he says he says, well, let me, uh, let's, let's take you back to where you came from, bud. And, uh, but, oh boy, but he lands in the middle of a gangland shootout with the Punisher, hmm. you know, and the Punisher is just, you know, nailing goons right and left, you know, um, so, but Spidey decides he's going to help the Punisher in a little less lethal way. Uh, so they defeat all the goons rather easily. But then for some reason, Spider-Man decides that he's going to lecture the dangerous man with automatic, uh, automatic rifle. Uh, you, you don't do and that. So, uh, and so <laughs> the, 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 the Punisher is a man with a, on a mission. So he just, he ventilates Spidey. But as we find out, as we find out he was the punisher was using rubber bullets i hate that so much back in the day it was so candy ass mercy bullets well, now wouldn't hit amazing spider-man 202 if it wasn't rubber bullets i mercy, just i hated it back in the day yeah mercy bullet now here's the thing though okay uh what is okay a mercy bullet now i don't know if it's just hard rubber or if it uh if it got it has an anesthetic or whatever but i mean spider-man wakes up hours later okay mm-hmm. and he says well i'm not dead so these goons aren't either okay now okay here oh true probably but if you're if a person of spider-man's constitution is hit by bullets rub, mercy or not that knock him out for hours <laughs> what is in these things they're not har- I, they're if, not harmless if you uh, if i can play forensics uh armchair forensics analyst for a moment uh, I, I think part of the, what probably happened was, was Sp- in Spider-Man's case, not the other goons, but in Spider-Man's case, is that uh, the, the point of impact was so close to the shot being fired. Um, so the force was much, 
was much heavier with the mercy bullet than it would be from like shooting some one of these goons across the room. So I think it was the impact and, and maybe, uh, you know, the fact that like it hit him kind of like in, in the bread basket uh, that yeah. probably knocked just knocked the air right out of him. And he, and he probably just passed out for like someone get George a no prize. <laughs> he explained yeah. it. That's no prize worthy. <laughs> Wow, I didn't realize that George was uh, our very own uh, William Peterson. Holy cow! But uh, I don't—I don't know. I still don't know any 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 CSI mercy Texas down there. Any mercy, any mercy any mercy bullet that can take out spider-man i don't think i want to i don't it wouldn't be an act of mercy if it hit me that's for darn sure you ever you ever see like the pictures of the people that get hit with the rubber bullets you know like these hippies yeah, at the giant G8 summit and stuff like that yeah it looks like 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 cal kicked them in the face also uh, when you play paintball those guys i wouldn't want to do that either that looks painful yeah paint, paintball if it's close to you too but yeah paintball can leave a, leave yeah. a bruise or a well but yeah what the the things they use like like these crowd control rounds yeah they'll leave a giant bump on yeah. your face it's, no doubt something so spider-man gets up and says well i'm not dead so these guys aren't either uh i'll just call the cops go develop some photos get some grub and i'll go see aunt may there so you aunt, go yeah so aunt may here is at the Restwell nursing home and of course boys and girls remember this is the same aunt may who just recently uh helped hide the fake martin lee in a crawl space you know <laughs> you know this, this is the same fragile frail aunt may who uh, stood toe to toe with a couple of red goblins and amazing spider-man number 800 so uh is the same aunt may that kicked the crap out of the chameleon yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. That, that defeated chameleon with cookies. Pardon me. Yep. So yeah. you know this 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 poor old fragile woman. I think I think Aunt May's been taking some steroids in the uh, <laughs> you know in the in the interim. So anyway, so Robbie happens to drop in as well. You know, and uh, as you know, boys and girls, you know he gives Peter an update on things that are going on in the Daily Bugle because Peter's life's been pretty hectic lately. You know, I mean this whole thing with remember because Aunt May quote unquote supposedly died in issue 195, but it was really faked by Mysterio that led into the burglar, and even before that, you know, I mean the um, you know Spider-Man had had to face off against the Kingpin, you know, in a midnight battle that uh, determined whether or not the Kingpin was going to go back to his life of crime, and every oh so Spidey he's it's it's been busy. He's He's not been able to keep up on current events, mm -hmm. uh, but you know. It, but anyway, so but he has had, however, gotten a job with the Daily Globe uh, as uh, Jonah had fired him for uh, because Jonah has been slightly getting more psychotic since uh, uh, issue one ninety. Uh, where he, uh, where uh, Spencer Smythe was in control of John Jameson, and 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 John fell off a bridge and got zapped into an you know another dimension where he hung out with Richard Rory or whatever man thing whatever I don't know whatever. Anyway, this wants to know how long you worked for the Globe. I, I not, think about the two twenties. I mean, how, I. I, I, we're gonna get to we'll get okay, that. We'll get Hold up, buddy. Yeah, Hold yeah, up. We'll get to we'll get to that. But anyway, so uh, about a uh, hundred and. Uh, uh, 95, 96, 94. I forget exactly. In fact, I, I went and researched it. And of course I didn't put it down in my notes. Uh, but Peter started working for the daily globe. Uh, cause Jonah, like I said, Jonah's getting more psychotic. He blames Spider-Man for his son's death. Uh, and, um, and, uh, so he, he just said, Peter's always had this connection with Spider-Man. I've never liked. So Peter, you're fired. Robbie decided to give Peter a job anyway, behind Robbie, behind Jonah's back. Peter couldn't do the job because it just so happened that as Spider-Man, he got handcuffed to Jonah by Spencer Smythe, 191, 92. Um, so Peter couldn't do that. So, so Peter's burned all his bridges. He's done, done with the, done with the um, uh, daily bugle, but uh, KJ Clayton, mysterious publisher of the daily globe. 
Mm. Told Barney Bushkin, the editor in chief, look at those photos. I want Peter Parker. So Peter becomes the chief photographer of the globe, gets a nice office. And then and then he 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 draws the attention of this young blonde reporter by the name of April May. Uh who uh, who keeps trying to connect, you know, hey, Peter, I love your photos. Hey, Peter, we know we should do something or whatever. And, of course, you know, Peter's off, you know, doing Spider-Man stuff. He doesn't have time yeah. for her. Uh, so, so, but anyway, so Robbie gives Peter an update what's going on at the Bugle. Um, and because Robbie has quit as well. Uh, Jonah's behavior was getting just more and more psychopathic all the time. And uh, so Robbie quit around issue 197. It's uh, like working for Brad. More, and more <laughs> psychopathic as it goes on. <laughs> and uh so uh, robbie quit and uh jonah uh the, the board of directors of the bugle called jonah in and said you know jonah we don't we don't like what you're doing these days uh and of course it's one of those times where you know jonah you know, i mean does jonah own the bugle or not well <laughs> is he in control of the bugle or not but anyway so right now he's answering to a board of directors and they're questioning his judgment and uh jonah goes on a rant and literally collapses from a nervous breakdown right then and there uh, and is committed to a psychiatric hospital. So, you know, Peter is, is finding out that things are just really, really bad. A lot of drama going and there's a lot of drama going on uh, everywhere. And uh, you know, and, and it, it also, it seemed like a, a Wolfman was uh, developing start. I, I thought it was an interesting direction for Jonah because there's one moment during all this where, where Jonah is saying, I'm, I'm alienating everybody I, I've ever loved everybody I cared about. And I, I can't stop myself. Um, so I thought we were going to get some good introspection into Jonah's character over time. Well, anyway, so Robbie and Marla visit Jonah in the psychiatric hospital. Uh, and of course, Jonah is off his rocker and he chases both of them out, says he never wants to see either one of them again. Uh, and uh, then Jonah goes in for a session with his shrink. Um, and, um, Oh yeah, yeah. Jonah's uh, goes in for a session with his shrink, and Spider-Man, of course, Peter, having heard the condition Jonah's in, unwisely <laughs> decides to peek in. Jonah sees him, and because it's easy to walk out of a psychiatric hospital, <laughs> just like that, <laughs> because because you know any middle-aged man, you know, Jonah is able to escape from a psychiatric hospital. Well, you know, right? Sarah Connor did it, but she had some Terminator help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I just think is funny because like uh, I've said, my wife is a, uh, my wife, <laughs> my daughter is a uh, probation officer and she works like on the seventh floor of, um, of, of, uh, the justice center building. And, <laughs> and she's told me stories of like people who are about to get arrested or they, they get presented with the results of their drug, whatever. And they decide to try to run away. Well, yeah. not easy to do, huh? They, they don't even get to the elevators. And even if they got to the elevator, by the time they got downstairs, they'd have a welcoming committee. So yeah. but one thing that one thing that gets answered, though, is uh, it looked like during the Smythe thing that uh, Jonah was had taken off Spider-Man's mask. But as we find mm. out now, it really did. He really didn't. Uh, you know, Jonah didn't have a chance to. Uh, so, so that was so, that's so, the plot ended. So Jonah can break out uh, of a of a of an asylum, but Norman has to have Spider Man come in and rescue him and get him out of one. <laughs> this is what I'm hearing, Jr. Mister Goblin fanatic. This is what yeah, I'm hearing. yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think uh, I think uh, Norman was held with a little more tighter security. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he was kind of Jonah wasn't really in a place for criminals. He was in a, uh, but it but it it I just it just like. 
uh, again, I don't know. Tw- maybe yeah. security was lacking early 1980s. I don't know. You know, this, so anyway. this issue also has some great looking art by Keith Pollard, who mm-hmm. penciled the first appearance of uh, Felicia Hardy over in 194. And I love, and George and I have talked about this, the multiple Spider-Mans because he's moving so fast. Several oh, yeah. artists do it. And Keith Pollard, I have a frame picture of Keith Pollard's, I think it's Amazing 186, where he it's a very similar pose to this. And it's just awesome. Uh, you know, you know who that. will you know who will always be the master of that for me? Uh, friends, friends, oh my friends, gosh, friends yeah. did a great job. Yeah. Hey, Venkman, thank you for the super yeah. chat. Hey, yeah. yeah, we've got a question for Jr. Following Marv Wolfman, we get Denny O'Neill in the title. You said in the past that most of his Amazing Spider-Man run was written by interns. Do you have a source for that? Okay. Jr. Yeah. Needs no sources. Oh. What a, <laughs> wait a minute. Do you? Who do you think I am? Dark Mark, the Credible Hulk, <laughs> the Credible Hulk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but actually, actually, uh, uh, there is a, there is a source, uh, and it wasn't Ooh. it wasn't definitively stated, but I think it was more. But anyway, it was Jim Shooter's blog. And I don't know if Jim oh. Shooter's I don't know if Jim Shooter's blog is still up, but uh, we we all used to read it for a while because it was really fast really fascinating. He uh, he had a lot of inside stories, uh, which depending on who, you know, and then of course somebody like if Tony Isabel or somebody else on their blogs mm-hmm. would then say he was a liar. But uh, it was still a very interesting blog. But he didn't have any use for he he, he basically. St- he he didn't say outright, but he indicated that he was suspicious that O'Neill did not write his own stuff that he farmed yeah. it out. Uh, he uh, he he said he said that Denny O'Neill was a could hack better than just about anybody. Now, uh, well, hang, hang on a second. Important to parliamentary procedure, though. Uh, these guys aren't getting paid a ton of money to do this. Yeah. I mean, how, how how do you have enough money to afford to like have somebody else ghostwrite it for you? The last time the blog was updated was 2016. It looks like, yeah. And uh, so. but again, that, I mean, that's not me. That was that was Shooter. Shooter didn't obviously didn't care for O'Neill. You know, like I said, he you know like Shooter said, he hacked with the best of them and uh, thought that <laughs> he farmed out some of his writing chores. Uh, so that's where I get it. So that's the source for that. You, Vinkman, um, you got a source out of him. I'm impressed. Very good. <laughs> Incredible. The just kind of make JR. stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I don't make stuff up. I'll just, <laughs> I just. <laughs> oh, you know, I was, about to sure. say, I was about to say now, you know, Spencer's upstairs playing a, an Arkham Asylum game or whatever. And I said, and here I am listening to, you know, he's listening to the voice of Mark Hamill as a Joker. And I have to listen to a couple of bargain basement jokers here. By the Holy way, you're, 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 what you have, JR, has been diagnosed. Fear the Beans says you have MSU making <laughs> shit up syndrome. <laughs> All right. All right. Fear That's the accurate. Beans. That's not quite enough to get on my list with Tyson and uh, and uh, uh, Terry Cavanaugh, but you're getting close there. We're years away uh, from a cure for the beans. <laughs> he so, needs his second vaccine. <laughs> the MSU would you virus please help. <laughs> Just a dollar a day could go and, to a cure. And put JR's BS away. <laughs> oh boy. 
Uh, you know. <laughs> so you guys, I think I think you guys are just jealous, you know, of uh, my good looks, my personality, and my yeah, vast that's <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> anyway, it. and the fact oh. that I've stayed so vital in my old age. So anyway, anyway back to the forty-year-old issue. To, yeah, forty-year-old issue. Yeah, ah, the smell of rotting wood pulp gets me yeah. every time. It's better better than any ma- marijuana high. Um, <laughs> So back at, we go wow. back to the, we go back to the daily and I've never I don't, I don't know what a marijuana high is throw another new throw another new universe issue on the fire the only Mary <laughs> Jane knows is, is a redhead anyway go ahead <laughs> yeah really I never had I never had the guts I uh, I, I did it I danced with the devil uh, named alcohol for a lot of years and I no that's my last dance with any of that kind of stuff but anyway Spider Man is swinging away after the story chair let's go <laughs> yeah so which actually is good because we go back to the globe. Peter turns in pictures of Spidey and the Punisher bashing the goons. Uh, and of course, Barney's just absolutely delighted, you know, uh, but and unlike Jonah, Barney rewards Peter with praise and money. And to the point that Peter's actually kind of creeped out by it, yeah. you know, it's like Barney virtually slobbers on me. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, you know, Barney says, KJ loves these pictures, loves them. Well, when do I finally get to meet our mysterious publisher? Because we've actually, because we've never met KJ Clayton and Barney says, nobody meets KJ, nobody. Um, so anyway, so he pairs off Peter with, uh, April May April, of course, is not very, you know, kind of Peter's, she kind of soured on Peter since he's been blowing her off. Uh, and, uh, but he's, uh, Barney decides to assign Peter and her to cover a story at the municipal building. Well, at the same time, the Punisher, uh, is, um, getting rather curious. He sees the cover of the, the first page of the daily globe and he sees the pictures of, uh, Spider-Man and him taking on the goons. And he says, I don't remember seeing a photographer there. <laughs> and so the Punisher. Is that, is that like Doug and Wendy Weiner from SNL back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Piscopo and. Uh, 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 yeah, I know. Deep you're got, deep, Robin, deep, Duke, deep Robin Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Duke. Yeah. <laughs> George and Cindy Weiner. We're supposed uh, to be on vacation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I remember uh, my dad. Uh, I remember my dad walked in one. I was watching Saturday Night Live, and of course, he had no sense of humor. So that was, <laughs> I had to switch off the whiners and go watch it on another TV. Um, back to, the, okay, so the Punisher, though, he decides, well, I'm going to find out what Peter Parker's secret is. So he starts rummaging, you know, he goes into Peter's apartment and starts rummaging around in his under- with his underwear uh, and uh, finds a spider tracer. Hmm. And then he goes into Peter's dark room and starts looking at his pictures and says, Hmm, Peter Parker appears is something other than he appears to be. Good job, wow. detective work, Frank. Yeah, we'll see how smart Frank is. <laughs> All right. So any so Anyway, so it's the next day, and they're going to, you know, April and Peter are taking a cab down to the to the municipal city municipal building for their assignment, which is going to be watching a, a mobster be uh, arraigned. Uh, of course, the Punisher has it on good authority that that's going to be the time that uh, the mobster's goons uh, decide to spring him. Uh, but anyway, as Peter and May or, or April are heading to um, in a cab to the municipal building, Peter happens to see Mary Jane on the sidewalk. And says, hey, stop, stop, stop. I got to go talk with this redhead. So Peter gets out and, you know, he starts making some small talk and says, hey, 
you seeing anybody, MJ? Because this is after he proposed and she turned him down. This right? is after he proposed, after uh, she turned him down, after he tried to get, uh, date yeah. her again, and she agreed, and then he didn't show up for a date because he was shackled to Jonah, and, you know, then yeah. she he called her, and she told her told him to forget her number, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, he's not, uh, you know, he's going to make one latch, going to go for a hail flutie here, uh, and he says, so are you seeing anybody? And she says, anyone and everyone. Oh, uh, good <laughs> yeah. job, Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> slap uh, but then, of course you know april's losing her patient and says hey parker you know you know you can pick up floozies on your own time <laughs> and uh, mary jane doesn't take too well to this so you know hey Petey, i didn't think you were into older women and of course april then says calls mary jane a chicky uh <laughs> and, and i don't know if i don't remember you ever using or hearing that term in uh, 1980 but you know maybe it was in new york yeah. up, uh maybe not in southern indiana so maybe april tells mary jane to go boogie away go to a disco and boogie away what's left of her mind mary jane tells her that her makeup warns her that her makeup's cracking and yeah. peter decides to get out while they get, get the hell out of there peter <laughs> You know, and the taxi driver says, whatever you say, Mac, Mac. Uh, Anyway, so the cab goes away. April starts having a meltdown. And Mary Jane says, you're going to have to, if you want to hold on to him, you're going to have to try a little harder. (laughs) And boys and girls, that is the last appearance of Mary Jane Watson for at least for over three years. She Even in free- Spec and Mary, uh, Mary team up, no, uh, Marvel team up, he, yeah. she wasn't in there. Nope, she doesn't appear uh, until a, a, maze, a brief cameo in Amazing 40. Number Two Thirty Eight. Oh, there and you then go. Roger Stern brings her back. Good job, Roger. Work for good at the end of Amazing Two Forty Two. So Mary Jane is is, is taking a break, and Peter yep. is free to play the field. So Free to continue failing and everything he does romantically. Yeah. Including Deb Whitman. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. Uh, that was a case where he, uh, in, in a case of he probably wasn't good enough for Deb. Uh, Cause <laughs> that's a long story though. Deb was a nice girl that decided for some reason, Bill Mantlo decided to dredge up the all women are psycho storyline or whatever. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's another long, that's I mean, another. That's, that's a long, that's, that's a Marvel tradition, dude. I mean, look at I know, and it's, Stacey it's, was bipolar psycho. It's a terrible, it's a terrible one. I mean, it's a, it's terrible writing. It's Horn, lazy. Hornacek is, Oh, sorry. It's lazy ass writing. No, April May did not scare Mary Jane away. Mary Jane, <laughs> I think Mary Jane was more than able, more than able to take care of herself. So yeah. Um, so anyway, so they get to the municipal building, and the Punisher gets to the municipal building, um, and and you know things things really look like they're gonna they're gonna heat up boys and girls, but then but then the we take a break for an awesome. Awesome two page ad, boys and girls. Oh. Star Wars toy. <laughs> Holy cow! This, I mean, this is right after Empire came out, right? Hey, no, it's before Empire. Before Empire. Hold, okay. hold hold that back up, Jr. Uh, that troop carrier, the big gray thing in the center on the left. Oh yeah. Uh, my dad got that for me uh, the day uh, that he brought that over uh, before taking me to go see Eng- Engelbert Humperdinck. 
<laughs> in concert. And let me tell you, uh, one of those things was really cool for a kid. <laughs> the other one, not so much. What What's an Engelberg Humperdinck song? I can't even name one. So I sing you to sleep. Yeah, that's what he did. After <laughs> the love is gone. Oh, is it but, gone? Oh, yeah. No, after the loving with a song I just wrote yesterday. Oh, wow. You need to learn some Engelberg Humperdinck, dude. He actually no, did have some good songs. He, he, I actually, his name came up last week when I was watching a Tom Jones video. And uh, they shared a manager together. And Engelberg Humperdinck is a made-up name. Which I oh, found out, and I'm like, I'm like, why, why, wow. why? And wow. Tom Jones was like, why the hell he picked that? I'll never know. Smart. <laughs> I'm smart. Uh, yeah, just like, just like but, Elton John is a made up name. Why would you, why would you have Ingerberg Humperdinck as your fake name? I don't get no, it. It's, it's certainly memorable, isn't it? It's unique, dude. You know I'll who give that, you that is. I remember it. That's true. You know, but anyway, I mean, you could get a Star Wars Death Star space station, an Imperial Troop transporter, a Star Wars droid factory, a radio controlled Jawa sand crawler, and then more action figures that you could possibly ever collect. Well, you know, they, they, with the first Star Wars movie, they weren't prepared for the toys. They were getting ready for Empire. They were, they were gearing up. Yeah, that Christmas, I got that Death Star. Yeah. I mean, it's almost a license to print money. How? I mean, after all, and th there's no way anybody could ruin that gravy train, could they? Wow. No. Um, so anyway, look at all that. Oh, man, that cool. Sh oh, a bunch of cool stuff. All right. Anyway, after that nod to American consumerism, the Punisher sees Peter and he says, what's Parker doing here? You know, and he, he assumes that Peter being there must mean he's evolved somehow. And then the jailbreak happens. And the, the mobsters goons, the mobsters named uh, Lorenzo Jacoby, would you know, they're here there, but anyway, that's his name. So his goons spring him and uh, try to take him away. And uh, Peter changes to Spider-Man, goes after him, and he rips off one of the top of the vans, you know, and they yell, Spider-Man! And then, of course, in dated references that you can only get, you know, in these old issues, what were you, who were you expecting? Mork from Ork? <laughs> uh, boys and girls, if you don't know. Oh, oh, oh another. Thank you, Venkman. Venkman also had all those Star Wars toys in the Death Star. I had, from Empire, I had the Millennium Falcon, which that was such a cool toy. So I, I never mean, had the Death Star, though, Venkman. I mean, That's and fun. this was even before uh, Toys R Us, I believe, uh, mm -hmm. was a big. Uh, I mean, it's. it's it, it's hard to believe that you you could ruin something like that, but boy, Lucasfilm certainly did, didn't they? Um, <laughs> Not with Mandalorian; they've gotten it back a little bit. So somewhere <laughs> in the fine, somewhere in the fine print on that ad, they're like, "Get it now before we go woke." Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, so Spider Man, so Spider Man, you know, I mean, he's so he's fighting these goons, and then we hit. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of cool ads. Oh my gosh, more! Look, look, wrong, oh, wrong, the wrong, yeah. That's All Salby right. Sima art, if I remember correctly. Also, I remember that subscription with the, the reef. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that so well. He mm -hmm. strikes from outer space, cle cleaving through the sky like a fiery sword of justice, hurtling earthward on his, his mission of cosmic vengeance, and nothing could stop him. How Rom, many comics? Find him, find him before he finds you. Here, look at the subscription. How many uh, books can you order? How much do they cost? Uh, I don't know. Oh, sensational money-saving order here. Oh, my Lord. I can't see. <laughs> you I took off own. your glasses to see. So he Price. took off his glasses to see. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they're bifocals too, boys and girls. It's like taking off your glasses. Hang on, I hold on. I can't see. Hold on, hold on. I can't. Hold on, I can't hear. Let me. Actually, that's coming. Price for twelve issues. Five dollars. Five dollars for a year subscription. Oh my god! Wow, I'll get you one book. But if you're if you're a Canadian, oh, it's six dollars. Screw you, Canada. Yeah, with your higher cost money, that doesn't make any sense. Oh my gosh! So anyway, well, we we don't really mean screw Canada. We like all of our Canadian friends. Yeah, and even even though they all like Celine Dion, just like all of Sweden likes Ava. So anyway, uh, so Spider Man's fighting all these goons, uh, and the Punisher's going after the goons as well. Uh, But Spider Man runs out of he runs out of New York. Uh, to swing from because they're heading over the the bridge to Brooklyn, and uh, so he's running out of so he's running out of uh, places to swing from. But then again, boys and girls, I'm sorry, another ad this oh, time Jesus. for Rom the Toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my lord, Rom the Toy, Rom the Toy. You could that's you know, and um, you know it's funny. Because, um, you know, Rom has come and evil is on the run. Mm. Yeah. And um, I, I tell you, a little segue here. I mean, Bill Mantlo, I think, is, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think he's, a, he's an underappreciated writer because he, I had would that agree. Accident, he had that accident that took him, took him, that mentally damaged him for the rest of his life. I, I think actually he's still alive, but he's, he's, he's under uh, care. But, yeah. uh, you know, in addition, obviously, to the great runs he had on Spider-Man, he Back. took he Dude. took two toys, Rom and the Micronauts. Micronauts, uh, yeah. These were uh, toys that Marvel had licensed, and he made them great comic books. Mm-hmm. I was not a Rom fan. My brother was. My brother got the Rom comics, and I read them, obviously, because I was too cheap to get my own. Uh, but Rom was a pretty... And I was a big Micronauts fan. I loved the Micronauts. Um, it was it interesting. Ran, it kind of ran out of gas after a while, but... Uh, uh, but they, had uh, a, they had an interesting villain. Yeah, Baron yeah. Karza. Yeah. Uh, and um, that was where Captain Universe, the whole Captain Universe concept got started. Uh, because... Uh, the uh, Captain Universe was originally a uh, a manifestation of the um, <clears throat> uh, what was the the microverse, the time traveler, and all the Enigma Force, the Enigma Force. But then again, they could but they couldn't use the Enigma Force outside of the Micronauts, so then it just kind of became something. Else. But anyway, that's where Captain Universe got to start was in the Micronauts. But uh, I mean, so I mean, Matt Lowe had his weaknesses. You know, he wanted to. Uh, he wanted to uh, 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 make uh, have Spidey have a child with a black cat, which Shooter put the kibosh on. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so a little, little nod there to Bill Mantlo. Uh, I think an underappreciated writer. Um, so back to the glow. Peter and April are going at each other, you know, because uh, basically Peter ran out to become Spider-Man. Uh, well, I, before that, the you know, Spider-Man uh, didn't, doesn't get to uh, doesn't get to Brooklyn and the Punisher's battle van. He gets thrown a grenade thrown at him. So he sends the battle van into the, the river. So don't we have three more comments? Oh, Harnesek, are you complaining? <laughs> He's you saying complaining? you spent 40 minutes on this book. <laughs> Hornacek, you're getting your money's worth. You know, <laughs> I would, you know, if anybody should be complained, it's Vinkman. You know, because I mean, Vinkman's the one. Vinkman's the one who's putting his money where his mouth is, or whatever. So, you know, Hornacek, I don't think you're getting ripped off. But anyway, 
Boy, that's uh, – oh, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. All right. Anyway. Meanwhile, anyway, back to the Punisher. But anyway, the Punisher. <laughs> so uh, – and I have – you know, in fact, in fact, it's your fault. Who's? Who's? Your fault. Because I'm going to skip the Mr. Fantastic Hostess Twinkie ad because of you, Hornacek. All right. I hope you have that on your Hornacek says, I just don't want Brad to cut you off in 19 minutes. (laughs) So anyway, Peter goes. Punishing the viewers now, JR. I love it. (laughs) Peter goes home, finds the Punisher, uh, and the Punisher is sitting there going, aha, I figured you out. I know who you really are. I've learned your secret. So that leads us into issue 202, which actually we find out the Punisher is not that smart. Uh, he says, uh, he says, Oh, you're playing both sides, you know? And, and Peter says, Oh no, I, uh, no, uh, I, oh no, Punisher says you had to be one of the goons that we, Spider-Man and I were fighting because there was no photographer there. And so, and then Peter says, Oh no, I, uh, Oh, Spidey tells me where he's going to be. And then I take pictures and then we split the cash. Oh yeah. I get, it, okay. I get his dry cleaning for him. Yeah. And Punisher <laughs> says, well, that explains the spider tracer I found earlier. All right. Sorry. Bye. And, and that's it. And he leaves. So anyway, uh, I could go more into issue, issue, issue number two Oh two, but, but uh, we got, we got three uh, more issues on this one. Anyway, this was the, uh, the end of Marvel Wolfman's run. Two Oh three was yeah. a friggin' full issue ad for the dazzler. Who gives a rat's ass about the dazzler 40 years later. Yeah. Um, and then a, the bot cat came back and then after, in the part two of that story, Wolfman was gone. Michelini took over and that was the end of the Wolfman era. So, so now we get, Oh, well, Brad wants to talk about uh, Marvel team up. team up 90. I got to well, we'll get up. through that. We'll get through that fairly quickly because this is a typical one part throwaway Marvel team up story. Uh, Peter's going to an ESU technology conference accompanied by exclusive to Marvel team up girlfriend, Sissy Ironwood. Um, and the beast is there also. And the Here, beast let's take a look at Sissy. There she is. Yeah. There's yeah. Sissy. Yeah. And uh the beast and, and Peter uh Peter looks like he's kind of on the diet that I've been on lately or whatever. He's kind of filling <laughs> out a little bit. Look at Pete. I mean, man. <laughs> this was uh this was a spider jeopardy question one year. Oh, it was? What was Whoa. your question? Uh which hero uh did uh you know was Sissy Ironwood interested in? Um oh, she liked she the beast. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, the beast! All, all these look at these other fingers. I mean, the, all these ladies were all oh, over the beast. Oh man! You know, and uh, Bobcat the sack. I mean, <laughs> yes. So you know, and of course, Peter is uh, you know jealous. You know, what do women see in him? Where's their self-respect? <laughs> that seems a little harsh there, Pete. Look at, by the way, look uh, look at Pete, man. He's gained some pounds. Look at that. Yeah, he's gained more pounds than he did. Going from Ditko to Romita. Uh, well, villainy <laughs> rears. <laughs> that was all muscle, at least. Only, only on a Spider Man show Ooh. can you make that joke. It's really, and everybody gets it. <laughs> well, villainy oh. rears its ugly head. Killer oh. Shrike and the Modular Man. Uh, who happened to reference an old rampaging Hulk issue. Now I know you guys being Hulk fans, remember the old rampaging Hulk magazine. That was magazine Hulk. Yeah. So anyway, we learned the modular man was a guy who was trying to learn the secrets of molecular disillusion, which knew nothing was going to go wrong there. Uh, look at him. And he, you know, (laughs) basically his molecules started separating and they, somebody gave him this goofy metal skeleton, which doesn't look in the world. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, 
So he's trying to <laughs> so he is trying to steal a microwave driven cellular condenser. He's holding a calculator. Up, Look at him hold a calculator. Putting, no, that's the he's going after the condenser there. That's a calculator. Know, right? No, 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 no. Let he me see no what Spider Man would do next. I need no to imagine my calculations. No imagination. I'm almost there. Anyway, so <laughs> Anyway, the so the Mighty Man tries to steal the condenser. Peter James uh, Spider Man. Shrike goes in, kicks Spidey around, and the and the Beast decides to take off his shirt. And as one of the ladies oh. notes, Spider Man is here. Another says, "Never mind that icky guy. The Beast is doing a strip tease." Uh, <laughs> you actually didn't make that up, did no, you? No, I did not. That's no, pretty good. Well. <sighs> Body of Man and Shrike defeat our heroes and beat a hasty retreat with a condenser. And the girls offer to nurse the beast back to health, while oh Spider Man wonders why he couldn't have been bitten by a radioactive blue gorilla. All right. Spidey changes back. Say, see, George can't take these. You know, everybody calls Marvel team up suck at JR. But I mean, look at George. George left. He, George, he, George doesn't like you insulting his favorite book. Bored beyond. No, he's just bored beyond belief with Marvel team up. That's what happens. We got, so, a, fa- it, we got a Spider-Man face palm in this issue too. Look yeah, at that. Well, we find out that the micro, the condenser doesn't really work unless it has a uh, super duper looper microwave power generator to make it work. Well, Real quick, did you did you see that uh, Peter got uh, uh, he was rejected by Sissy with a kiss? Do you see this? Well, yeah, because, yeah. Well, he, he deserved it actually. Anyway, Sissy's coming home with a, a piece of the Beast shirt, and you know she just you know she can't wait to. Uh, I don't know what what she's going to do with it, but anyway, but you know she asked Peter if he wants to come over because the the cable TV is going to put on a bunch of new channels, which actually figures into the story. She says, "Hey Peter, want to come by?" He says, "No, I got stuff to do, but give me a kiss anyway." And she blows him off. So he earned that yeah. one. You know, he I earned that. It. One. He did. So he did. Um, but anyway, so Sissy is going to keep that piece of the beast shirt next to Eric Clapton's guitar pick. So. 40 years later, it's still a relevant reference. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I like what McNulty says. I shall destroy Spider-Man with my Texas instruments calculator. <laughs> I forget uh, how, the, how much those suckers cost back in the oh, day. Too. They, weren't they a hundred bucks or something? Those Texas uh, instruments things. I don't know. The original, yeah, the original versions were, that was uh, really something to have if you get a Texas Instruments calculator. But yeah. uh, anyway, I remember using, learning on my fingers or whatever with the a strip, uh, like a ruler strip or whatever on my uh, yep. on my desk or whatever. One plus one is two. So. Yep. Public education in Southern Indiana. I'm only beaten by Missouri. Uh, oh, the so beast anyway, didn't like that joke. He's he's leaned over. Look at this poor anyway, beast. The beast and Spider Man both figure out how the how the modular man and Shrike are going to get enough microwave energy to power the condenser. Is they're going to the, the basically <laughs> the, the cable TV? <laughs> hey, don't you talk about my abacus? You know. God. <laughs> You know, I mean, there are some things too personal here, bud. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the, of course, the cable TV uh, by putting on all these new channels, they're going to create. They're going to the, 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 this tower is going to create all kinds of microwave energy and power the condenser. Blah blah blah. Well, the Beast and uh, Spider-Man figure out the gig. They show up uh, and they they knock Killer Strike out and. 
basically what they do then is they figure, well, we can, we'll shoot some electrical energy at this guy. So they knock killer strike out. They put his uh, bracelets together, shoot the modular man with some electrical energy and fry him. Uh, <laughs> boom. And that's it. <laughs> that's the uh, next month, boys and girls, ghost rider. Oh, Another wow. issue of Marvel team up. Oh, I got the wrong explosion uh, on the screen. That, that's the explosion you were talking about. Sorry. There you go. Got him with a zazam. Well, wow. it's the same. He's fried. So I don't know if we, and I don't know if we see him again. So I, hopefully not. The Ghost Rider and the Carnival of Souls. All right. Was that one any good? That sounded horrible. Uh, typical Marvel, typical Marvel team up. You know, you'd yeah. see it, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if, uh, uh, particularly in the, these COVID quarantine days, uh, if you didn't, uh, get out and get the toilet paper in time, uh, Marvel team up number 90 is there for you. Um, all right. We're going to spec 39 for this right. one. Spec 39. The issue begins with doc Connors placing an ad in the daily globe. That's how Dr. looking Connor, for ladies. What? Why? Doctor Connors rolls. He puts his, puts ads in the personals looking for Spider Man, uh, because it turns out, you know, he says Spider Man, come see the one arm doctor. <laughs> oh, <that sounds> bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so. There's, there's no disability. Jr. won't make a joke out of. I, I don't know why that sounds bad. By the way, this is an early John Romita Jr. art. Look at that. Look at that. I love that pose. That looks so good. So Spider-Man so says, cool. Doc, I, I don't think that we have that kind of relationship, but uh, what do you want? Um, <laughs> well, anyway, as you recall, boys and girls, uh, when Con last time Dr. Connors was a lizard and uh, Spider-Man also faced off against the iguana. All right. Yeah, he used a, a personal, a backpack, which an innervator backpack, you know, to zap the iguana and turn him back into a little, little, little iguana and turn Doc Connors back to the lizard. But Doc Connors is afraid that it wasn't sufficiently shielded and Spider-Man may have absorbed some feedback. Uh, and so Spider-Man says, no, no, I feel fine. You know, doo -doo, look at me. I'm a superhero. I'm picking up things. I'm crawling the walls. And uh, anyway, so Connors is secretly scanning him. Uh, and, uh, he says, eh, I don't know. Spider-Man's a little edgy. Uh, you know, basically he destroyed all these experiments and stuff and didn't even say whoops. So, and then of course we find out that, uh, Spider-Man's undergoing, his blood is undergoing some changes. So then we go to ESU where we meet mm -hmm. Pete's fellow student teachers, <clears throat> Phil Chang, uh, who continues to show up over the years, most recently as uh, during Slots Parker Industries run, mm -hmm. uh, Steve Hopkins, who disappeared as soon as the student-teacher subplot ran out, and Marcy Kane, who is secretly an alien, uh, who we when we do which we find out in of all things the Jack of Heart miniseries. Yeah. Uh, Jack of Hearts, another mediocre character who couldn't qualify for his own title, but could qualify to be an Avenger. Marcy Kane, uh, like a, an actual early literal version of Poochie D. I have to go back to my planet now. <laughs> so anyway, they're flashback into a Halloween party, which we saw a few issues ago where a fellow student teacher, Chip Martin, uh, turn, start, start, you know, under pressure because Morbius, the living vampire decides he's going to attack all these babes at this party. Uh, and you know, when you're attacked by, a, a, a Jared Leto, 
uh, pale Jared Leto living vampire, you do kind of kind of crack under the pressure. And so he starts. So Chip, under the pressure, start displaying these latent psychic powers. Morbius does not get eaten by sharks, but he does get zapped by lightning uh, and is cured temporarily. Uh, and, uh, anyway, chip runs away, drives away. So anyway, we're coming back now. The, uh, the Senator chip's dad is a U.S. Senator. Uh, and, uh, so he's on campus trying to settle things with the university and it, chip happens to show up. He resents being institutionalized all these years. Cause he, you know, he got, he got all these powers, uh, because of some drugs his mother took that has been some good drugs, uh, during, <laughs> during pregnancy. Uh, and, uh, they institutionalized him and medicated him and, uh, seemed to have eventually gotten over, helped him get over his problems, but then they manifest themselves with Morbius attack. So chip is, is going bonkers. He, you know, throw, you know, he comes up with all these illusions, tries to throw a bunch of knives at his dad, kill his dad. Um, so Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man, Peter's showing, and the reason Peter's got some, Peter's got some patent to Norman Osborn crazy sweats because, uh, <laughs> Peter's starting to get a little ill-tempered. Mm. Uh, so he changes to Spider-Man and, uh, it starts to just really get angry. Yeah. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. And so he proceeds to take out to, to go to the schizoid man and basically literally start beating him to death. Yeah. Uh, and Dr. Connors, uh, is able to restrain Spider-Man and talk some sense into him. Uh, and then Spider-Man, uh, you know, runs off, you know, um, and uh, so Spider-Man swings away. Metamorphosis happens. And at the end, Spider-Man becomes Spider-Lizard. No. And becomes merchandise merchandisable for decades later. I don't uh, think they've ever made a Spider-Lizard, have they? Action I'm figure? Pretty I'm pretty sure they have. I know they made a man, uh, man spider, but I don't think I've ever seen a spider lizard. I could be wrong. I Audience, if you know one, feel free. Yeah, if you I, know I, one, I, let us know. I, I thought they did. Somebody made a spider lizard something at some point. Yeah. yeah. So, and the, uh, so anyway, the, actually the next issue, we do have a spider lizard going on a rampage, but nothing much happens. You know, Spider-Man goes, yeah. spider lizard goes rampage. Kirk Connors finds him uh, and cures him. Uh, yeah. The only real schizoid man has made a few very minor inconsequential appearances. Uh, in later years, actually, yeah. the most significant aspect is his father, uh, Senator Martin, because Roger Stern had planned to use Senator Martin as a hobgoblin suspect. Uh, oh. And um, when in Hobgoblin Lives, they brought Senator Martin back. And part of uh, his motivation, theoretically, if he had been the hobgoblin, would have been to have used hobgoblin identity to take revenge on Spider-Man for, you know, brutally beaten his son. Uh, so that was probably the most significant part of that uh, issue. So we've got anyway, one more. We've got one what more if boys, one more 19. boys and girls. And according to, you know, how much time do I have? Venkman five, right. five, four minutes. All right. <laughs> All right. This, now this, this is a classic. Uh, this is the first volume of what if uh, I thought was Excellent, because they, they went back to the old Marvel stories. They went back to the origins uh, and they told stories that unfolded in a you could see them unfolding the way they did. If things, you know, if things have been different yeah. uh, part, they were able to do this partly because uh, what if at that time, the first volume was double sized. So, you know, like you, earlier months, you saw we were paying 40 cents uh, with what if we were paying 75 
Yeah. No capes. That's <laughs> right. Actually, Daredevil says that in this very issue. Yeah. Um, so spider capes. So what happened here? Uh, this was the first alternate universe story that told where what if Spider-Man stopped the burglar? And I always used to like the original what if I didn't like the later what ifs because one, they took more recent events and you know, that weren't classic events really. And a lot of them just turned into excuses for the writers to kill off characters as sadistically and brutally as possible. Show that, show that splash page again, Brad. With the Uatu? Yeah. Watcher looks like Telly Savalas. <laughs> hey, hey, what he's if, just, uh, what if Spider-Man? He, he's just had his wisdom teeth removed too. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but this is actually a pretty good story. Um, and, and this one actually spider, you know, Spider-Man's TV career is going relatively well and the burglar happens to run by. Uh, but this time Spider-Man actually, when you think about it, makes a decision that, was pretty easy to make. He just says, huh, you know what? Why don't I get this guy, you know, webbing and I'll look like a hero and I'll be able to, you know, use this to, and, and he does, he captures the burglar. Unlike the agonizing, you know, the, the kind of agonizing standing there saying, ah, this isn't my problem. This is your problem. Blah, blah, blah. Um, which, you know, I, 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 which is why I liked, I don't like really messing with origin stories because, you know, most classic superhero origin stories don't need to be changed because they don't need to be improved. Uh, but I like that. I like kind of the tweaking that Sam Raimi did to it in the movie, uh, where he had the, 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 um, the wrestling promoter rip off Peter so that when the burglar store is money, I mean, Peter, you know, he, he could have stopped him effortlessly, but just out of just sheer spite, he didn't do it. Uh, and therefore then set off a chain of events that, uh, you know, he, he, he will obviously regret for the rest of his life. But anyway, so Spider-Man captures the burglar and, you know, it's in the paper, Spider-Man's TV star hero. Um, so without crime fighting, mucking up Spider-Man's TV career, uh, he starts to make movie deals. And, uh, one time while he is guest hosting for Johnny Carson on the night show, uh, and, uh, it's hard to believe Carson's been gone since 90. I mean, he he retired in 92 and then he died a few years later, but real, real I, quick, I, I just saw this thing where he's talking to the publicist. Look at the alcohol on the, on the shelf. It's old Ditko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ever, I had never noticed you ever, that. Ever I'll drink a little old Ditko? Old Ditko. <laughs> I'm Some, not, sometimes I'm not. at the end of a long day, I can't wait to just sink down in my chair and get a little old Ditko in me. <laughs> By the so, way, thank you, Vinkman. Uh, the closest thing the spider lizard action figure that I could find is the 96 Spider-Man Arachnophobia Man Lizard from Toy Biz. Okay. Mm. That's, that's mm. fair. I, I would, I would have thought they would have, I would have thought there'd been a pop and everything. I, I, would, I mean, uh, seriously, I guess, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess uh, my chances of finding a spider lizard pop are about as good as finding a Caradune pop these days. <laughs> anyway, he wow. asked, wants to know if, uh, George ever saw spider verse well, since we're venturing off just a little bit. Still, uh, still ne never seen it. I'm uh, not ever planning on seeing it. There's literally nothing to interest me. Okay. All right. Now, yes, you're taking away time from Hornacek because Hornacek wanted me to get through these issues. So anyway, stay show. Johnny, uh, I mean, many of you young folks probably don't remember how big Johnny Carson was. Huge. But, uh, Huge. Uh, he was, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, would, like, I would argue that he was the he was the most trusted man in America. Yeah. Uh, either him or Walter Cronkite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I and, would. 
but unfortunately, I think Johnny Carson turned out to be uh, uh, was unfortunately a rather loathsome human being. Apparently, um, well, but yeah, behind the scenes, yes. But I, I like the public persona. I think that's like I mean, he was in everyone's uh, everyone's homes nightly. Oh everybody, yeah, everybody was, watched he, Tonight Show, and he made careers. I mean, that yeah, was yeah. your thing. You want if you wanted to be a that was you know if you wanted to be a comedian, top flight comedian, or get your movie noticed, appearing on Carson. But also, but unlike Jay Leno and David Letterman, who never took time off, uh, except, you know, in, in like in Letterman's case where he had heart surgery, uh, Carson was always taking vacation. So guest hosting was a, a thing on Carson. So anyway, but, but despite he's hosting Johnny Carson and John Jameson, now, see, Brad's moving forward because he's trying to subtly hint for me to move forward. But anyway, but while Spidey is hosting the Tonight Show, he's not there to save John Jameson. Mm. Uh, and it's amazing one. So John Jameson dies when uh, upon reentry into the atmosphere, uh, which just obviously <laughs> devastates Jonah. Uh, Peter decides to tell Aunt May and Uncle Ben, hey, I'm Spider-Man. And, and uh, they don't take to it too well. You know, Uncle Ben says, wait a minute. As with your intellect and now these superpowers, you ought to use them for human the good of humanity. And Peter says, "Ah, oh, gee, are you kidding, old man?" And basically, you know, walks out. Uh, which you know, Peter's what 15, 16? Yeah. You know, he's he's now he's on the cusp of fame and fortune. Yeah, I can see it. So anyway, so <coughs> excuse me. So. Peter starts to side start making. He goes to Hollywood, starts making movies. His first movie premieres, uh, and it's starring Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman uh, <laughs> in the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. That's good. But, I like that. Is, which uh, you know, boys and girls, you remember when this first Superman movie, Superman movie yeah. appeared, and it starred Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman, Where, and, and Super, Christopher Reeve was like third billing. <laughs> he was third billing in his own movie, oh uh, but God. a lot of that was uh, that basically a lot had to do with the fact that uh, that's how they got investors for it. Yeah, <laughs> by getting Brando and Hackman. Oh, I remember you know? this next panel. Look yeah. who Spidey takes to the premiere. She's in a in a spider dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Spider-Man, you know, he's on the red carpet and, uh, he humiliates, uh, Frederick Falswell, uh, cause Fa you know, Jameson has the same problem with superheroes in this universe that he does in our own reality, except it's sharpened a little by the loss of his son. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Falswell goes there and tries to spring a Jameson question on Spider-Man. He says, let me guess you're from the daily bugle, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, so Jameson doesn't take that too well. So he tells Betty Brant, he says, Brant, you know, Betty, get your boyfriend in here. And Betty says, I'm on my coffee break. And Jonah says, ah, back in my day, we didn't have coffee breaks. We didn't even have coffee. Uh, so he, <laughs> want, he, he, want, he does say that. Uh, so he wants, um, he wants Ned to go uh, ferret out Spider-Man's secret identity, which uh, uh, he does. Uh, and the Daily Bugle post uh, Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Peter goes, that was going to be our gimmick for Spider-Man 2. He <laughs> says, well, Mr. Jameson, you've just earned an enemy here. Uh, so anyway, so then in the Daily Bugle, you know, gunmen and Spider-Man masks show up, you know, and they come after Jonah. And Jonah says, wait, uh, James is not here. I'm just the copy boy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but Spider-Man, then the boss shows up and says, Jameson, you're going to get what's coming to you. Uh, but what he does is he presents Jonah. He says, since you revealed my identity. Yeah. Spider-Man, your movie, loved it. My idol saw your movie three times. <laughs> uh, um, and, uh, but anyway, so Spider-Man presents him with the Spider-Man award for investigative journalism excellence, uh, which, oh, yeah. uh, 
is kind of a, a veiled threat. You know, it's like, you know, you know, I know, you know, it's, it's kind of a, like I said, it's a veiled threat. You know, uh, Jonah knows he's been warned off, you know, it's like this time fine, but next time uh, it'll be worse. So Spider-Man goes, you know, but then Spider-Man decides he's going to become an agent and become a public licensing and promotion agent for other superheroes. So he signs up the Fantastic Four. He signs up the Avengers, signs up the X-Men. You know, he says, with me as your agent, think of what it'll do for human mutant relations. And if you don't sign up, I'm going to whoop all of you. Sign with <laughs> me and end racism. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because Jeez. if if this had, something like this had happened where you have a popular hero popular movie star uh promoting superheroes and particularly ones on the you know why i wonder yeah the avengers will be treated with the name it deserves uh <laughs> you know and i'll get you in the movies boys and girls yeah but uh, but uh, so anyway a new superhero shows up in a really terrible yellow and red costume uh by the name of daredevil uh spider-man convinces him to sign with him says, well, don't you, you know, don't you need an agent to, or promote, you know, to help you if you're a vigilante working outside the law? So Spider-Man, uh, he said, so his people come up with a costume of all red costume because uh, the yellow and red is like a hideous, hideous costume. Uh, but uh, Daredevil doesn't take too well to the cape and the trident. trident that the <laughs> <laughs> Look at that thing. So basically he does say no capes. No capes. Uh, Daredevil, Lord of Atlantis. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Spider-Man also buys a comic book company. So, oh, he does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you go to there, basically he says, I want amazing Spider-Man and spectacular Spider-Man to come out monthly. So anyway, we're running out of time here. So Spider-Man goes to Hollywood, mm -hmm. makes his movies. Uh, Daredevil, though, goes out uh, because he's heard on the street that uh, there's a contract out on Spider-Man. Mm. And, uh, well, it turns out that during a, um, uh, a, a, a fighting session, Spider-Man has like a workout session with martial arts uh, guys to keep him uh, in shape and keep him sharp. Turns out one of them's craving the hunter, slashes him with the claws and poisons him. So Spider-Man says, I don't know why anybody would want to kill me. I'm just an actor. Um, but uh, so anyway, but so, you know, he tells his script writers, he says, you know, I don't want any more artsy fartsy stuff in my movie. No more meaningful dialogue or anything like that. Just action. And by the way, Daredevil is going to be in it, too. Well, Daredevil. Well, anyway, so but also what I forget happens is when Spider-Man's promoting Daredevil, Jonah's had enough and he decides to sue Spider-Man for promoting vigilanteism. Spider-Man decides to take revenge. He follows Betty Brant, finds out Betty Brant's pay, making payoffs to the big man. Uh, so Spider-Man follows the big man, finds out he's Frederick Foswell, tips off the Daily Globe, uh, and uh, basically implies that Jonah is part of it. Uh, but even though Jonah's innocent, the board of directors of Bugle decides that there's a taint that they don't want anymore. They try to get Jonah to take an emeritus position. Jonah quits. And then Foswell meets with him and ask him, you know, if you run the rackets for me on the outside, you can use my art, uh, organization against Spider-Man. Jonah says he's not a criminal, but he thinks about just how he's lost everything now. He has nothing anymore. His wife is dead. His son is dead. He's lost his paper. Um, so he, he calls Fallswell. Uh, but anyway, this uh, this meeting where, with the writers where Spider-Man tells him you're going to rewrite it at Daredevil. Turns out they're really the Sinister Six. You know, or actually five of the Sinister Six. Five the classic guys, one guy in a cloak. 
Daredevil tries to take him on. Spire Peter, of course, is not used to fighting for real. Uh, and Daredevil's getting the crap kicked out of him. So Peter decides to suit up. And, uh, uh, and of course, during this time, Peter is, is drawn really poorly with really bad 70s hair. Look at that. Uh, he's not drawn very well either. Um, it's not recognizable as Peter Parker. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Peter it, Parker? Yeah, Good that's Peter Parker. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but Peter decides to take on the Sinister Six. And actually, he beats them fairly quickly. One, because we're running out of time. And two, because they're actually not, you know, they really don't know what he can do. They've ever faced him before in a fight. So he defeats him pretty quickly, but finds out that the ringleader is none other than Jonah himself. Uh, and defeating Jonah again, pretty well shatters the man's mind. And, uh, you know, and, you know, James says, you know, you've destroyed my life. And Spider-Man, you know, he, he says, I, I did, didn't I? I really did. And then he looks and he sees Daredevil. You know, he says, I destroyed Jonah's life. I nearly resulted in Daredevil getting beaten to death. You know, Uncle Ben was right. You know, I, you know, I should have used my powers for good. I used them for my own greed and self-interest. And look what's happened. So, once again, Peter Parker learns that uh, with great power there must come great responsibility. Uh, not a perfect issue. Uh, you, you know, it, it, Peter seems to be a little bit too corrupt too easily. Uh, I think Jonah would need a little more emphasis to become a criminal. But overall, I think I think this is a classic what if story. It's a what very is, good it, what it's if. It's done in essentially two because it's a double size. But yeah, it's not, uh, yeah. and Peter Gillis, the writer, also wrote another great what if story uh, a couple years later. Uh, what if Uncle Ben had lived and Aunt May had died? And the artwork uh, was much better by Ron Friends. Yeah. And it was a, uh, but it was also a good story. Again, uh, the old what ifs are very good because they did very yeah. logical extensions yeah. you right. know of the story so anyway so, that was well, it was a good month i was just Very gonna ask good. you february 1980 was a good month even including yep. marvel team up 90 even huh? including even in marvel team up because uh like i said we still had wolfman on on spider-man we uh had mantlo on spectacular uh and uh we had a, a classic what if issue 